What's going on, Mighty Warriors? I'd like to invite you to take a seat and listen up while I share some life experiences that can help you go from merely surviving to thriving. Welcome to Thriving in the Trenches. What's up, Warriors? It's Jonesy here with another episode of Thriving in the Trenches. Today's kind of a special day for me. I get to uh, sit in my original recording studio, which is actually just my bedroom, but since being married uh, with the traffic going through here, I can't really I can't really record here because I don't want to disrupt the, the family's pattern of life, and I really don't want a lot of background noises coming through if I can control them. So um usually hiding out in another room with pillows and blankets over my head and whatnot. But like I said, today get to be back in my my original studio. So uh <laughs> kind of a cool thing for me. But anyway, we'll uh jump right into it and I start want to start off with a little bit of an of an analogy. Sorry, my mouth doesn't seem to be working quite right today, but that's all right. We're gonna roll with it. Um so the process of growing a grape, you've got to stick a seed down in the deep, dark dirt. And, uh, you know, that seed needs some nutrients and water and whatever. And by no means am I some kind of plant expert, so I don't know all the details, but I know that that seed has to sit in that dark place and fight its way to the surface just to be able to grow into a grape. And in doing so, it's overcoming some pressure, some adversity, like, uh, (laughs) you know, dirt being buried on top of it or being buried underneath dirt. I'd call that facing some adversity, right? But the adversity is what it needs to be able to, to, to start the process of growth and, and becoming something greater than what it is as a seed. To take that a step further, once those grapes grow and mature, and that's not even taken into consideration that they have to, you know, survive through potentially like adverse weather. Um, I know there's different strains of like plant diseases and viruses, different bugs trying to eat it, different birds trying to eat it. So it's got to overcome all these things to become a full mature grape, at which point it's plucked out of its nice comfortable spot and it's got to be smashed up and ultimately like pulverized so that it can become wine. And when we started a seed, which is like whatever the seed has value in that it produces something and it goes through all this challenge, all this adversity and just being brutalized to become this, this wine, which I don't know about you guys. I like wine and wine is a, a very like kind of, I guess a, a classy product in some regards. You can get boxed wine, which sure undergoes slightly different process and <laughs> not as much efforts put into it. Um, but again, I, I don't really know the whole process, but I think the analogy works and it's kind of like life. And that's what I want to talk about today is how life is struggle, but that doesn't mean that it's a bad thing. And so I think um, sticking with the three-step theme here, the first step of dealing with anything is accepting that in this world, we will have challenges. That's that's a given. It doesn't matter who you are, what you are, where you are. You're going to have challenges. I'm going to have challenges. I've had lots of challenges. And once we realize that, once we realize that everybody goes through struggles, then it allows us to kind of take our mind off the, 
the the thought that or the belief that this is only happening to me or my life is so rough. Why does this always happen? Blah, blah, blah. And all those other things. It, it makes it more tolerable to, to realize and to accept that challenges are part of life and everybody has them. The second part to dealing with struggle and challenges in our lives is, uh, it's actually pretty simple in theory. Um, but it, it says the saying goes simple, but not easy, but get up, stand up and do something. I've gone through phases of my life where I fall down and I get back up and I got to find a new job or I fall down and I get back up and my family's a mess. I fall down, I get back up and I still miss my kids. So I have to figure out an opportunity or create ways to spend time with them and show them that I love them. I fall down and I get back up and I'm at a loss. I don't, I don't even know what to do, but I can stand and observe and process and start doing something, even, even if I'm moving in the wrong direction, but I have to get up. I have to stand. There's a verse in the Bible that in the past has really struck me. It's Ephesians six thirteen. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand. And what that means to me, and for those of you that aren't biblical, doesn't matter, are not, not spiritual, whatever, it doesn't matter. Like the principle remains the same is that sometimes we do everything we know how to do and we're, we're just at a loss. But the thing is, if we stay down, then that's when we've lost. But if we choose to get back up, we're at least in position to address the next thing. I mean, to think about in a fight, if I get punched in the face and I go down and I stay down, that opponent, that enemy, that threat, whatever you want to call it, now they have 100% of the advantage. They can kick me, stomp, stomp me, throw rocks at me. I'm not even giving any resistance. I've just chosen to lay down and die. And like... It, there's those of you guys out there that probably know, oh, well, jujitsu, ground game, blah, blah, blah. That's, that's not what I'm talking about because if you're taking a defensive posture or an offensive posture, in, in this context, you're still standing. You're still doing something. So put that stuff out of your mind and understand the concept here. But if, if I choose to lay there after getting punched, I'm choosing to be a victim. I'm choosing to take whatever else comes up to and possibly including death. However, if I stand back up, I'm at least in a position to, to, to attempt to counter whatever comes next. And the other side of that is that I don't know what this guy's going through. I don't know where he's at. I mean, maybe he was hoping that one punch knocked me out and it was over. And just by simply standing up, it breaks his will. And suddenly by just standing, by just, just getting back up and putting myself back in the fight, I've gained an advantage. And it's like that with our challenges. When we, when we have issues and we go down, we have to get back to a place of re-engaging. And again, it doesn't matter if we know exactly what to do at that minute. Just by getting up, we're in a better position. So step one, accept that we're all going to have challenges and that you're not some kind of weirdo or you're not the only one in the world going through this. Step two is when we encounter those challenges, 
get back up. <laughs> and, you know, we can stick with the, the fighting analogy here, but step three is going to be get some training. You know, if I get beat up all the time and I'm always losing and I'm always like having to get back up and run away or whatever, which by the way, even in some situations running away may be the right choice. Um, we don't want to run from our problems because typically our problems are with us. And so as fast as we run, we're still going to be with ourselves, <laughs> but by getting some kind of training, some kind of experience and kind of switching away from the analogy, but tools to help us deal with our challenges, resources to help us overcome the things that we run into a lot. And that's where what I do comes into place. Um, I think, not I think, I know a lot of the men that I have the privilege of working with, they they come, they come with basically their, their spirits just kind of broken. Uh, their identity is lost. Their, their self-confidence is in the dumps. And there's just no real belief in themselves. While at the same time, there's multiple limiting beliefs, false beliefs. And if, if those are kind of foreign terms to you, a limiting belief, um, for example, even coming into this marriage, I had to continually battle a limiting belief that I failed at one marriage, so I'm going to fail again. That's, that's a limiting belief because I'm already setting myself up to, to fail at this marriage. And so what do I do? I have to gain training. I have to gain resources. And specifically for me, it was about analyzing evidence of who I was, looking at who I am, what I'm continuing to become, and knowing and believing by telling myself over and over again that like, I'm not defined by my past. I'm not a slave to the man that I used to be. I get to choose who I am today and moving forward. And I choose to be a good husband. I choose to be a good father. I choose to be loving. I choose to set my ego aside. And I'm going to be honest with you. I don't succeed in those things every single time. There are still challenges that come up with my wife where you know, she says or does something and <laughs> I get in my feelings a little bit, you know, I get, I get offended and then I get prideful and it's like, I'm not, I'm not backing down and it makes the problem worse until I can kind of use what I've referred to in the past week, three tools, which is kind of emotional regulation, taking a minute to analyze like, Hey, I'm real pissed off right now. I'm not going to think about the why and tell myself the story of how somebody done me wrong. I'm just going to accept that I'm I'm upset right now. I'm going to take a breath and I'm going to I'm going to let that heightened emotion kind of come back down to earth for a minute. And once I do that, then it's like, okay, I can look at this situation more objectively. Um more kind of I, I guess as a man like more analytically and logically, but that's there's no logic in a heightened emotional state, so I have to bring it back down and and look at it again more objectively to be like, how, how could I have been better in this? How am I contributing to this problem? How do I own my part? And then I can, can kind of operate and make decisions from there while keeping the focus on the goal of what do I want to do? I want to love my wife. And so again, that's all that whole little story right there is about gaining resources, learning these things, learning how to believe in myself learning how to love myself so that if 
there's an argument and I'm not receiving the same love and affection from my wife or if my kids come in and bypass me to go say hi to the dog rather than <laughs> like, hey, daddy, you know, like I don't have to feel rejected. I don't have to feel like, oh, I'm not loved because this happened, you know, and I know those may sound like kind of extremes to some people like, oh, your kids didn't say hi to you. Big deal. They're kids. But that has been one of my struggles. And while that may not be yours, I promise that if you've been listening to this podcast regularly and you get stuff from it, then you've probably got some kind of similar theme in your life where it may not be your kids, but there are little things that to others might seem irrational or might seem a little extreme. But at the end of the day, those problems are real and those problems are yours and it's okay to feel that way. It's not really okay to just sit there and do nothing about it to fall down and die, right? So we've got to get resources and we've got to improve our position. And so, yeah, I think that's pretty much it for today. Just dealing with challenges. Step one, accept that we all have them, that they're a normal part of life and that they produce growth. It's old stuff that I'm sure you guys have all heard, but like diamonds are formed under great pressure. You know, um, we get impurities out of precious metals by boiling the crap out of them, you know, heating them up to a point where they're like just liquefied and then all the impurities rise up and we can get those things out. You know, that it, it takes pressure. It takes challenge. It takes adversity to truly grow and to, to be refined. So step one, again, is accept that there are problems and that we grow from them. Step two is to get up, to stand up, to choose to re-engage, which leads to step three is gain resources, learn, educate yourself, talk to people and, and figure out how to move forward. And there's even more to that. We get into goal setting, which I've covered on other, other podcasts. And if we have a clear goal in mind, that is such a great motivator for doing the things that we don't feel like doing or, or overcoming that resistance to stuff. It's like, oh man, like I didn't want to wake up at 6 a.m. this morning, but I signed up for a half Ironman and I'm going to complete that half Ironman. So I had to force myself to get up and go put in some work. And if I didn't have a goal, if I was just like, oh, I'm gonna wake up early tomorrow and I woke up and I'm kind of tired and it's a holiday, like why, why am I going to get up? Why not just go back to sleep? It's easy to just go back to sleep. I don't have a goal. I don't have a purpose for this. When we set those goals, it gives us purpose, but I'm branching off into, into another topic for another day. So I'll go ahead and end it there. I would like to throw in that, as I've mentioned in the past, I, I am a men's coach. Uh, um, I work with men currently. I'm a life coach um, and open to working with women as well. But if any of this stuff resonates with you and you'd like to, to take me up on that step three offer to, to gain some resources and to learn a little bit about increasing your, your self-worth, increasing your sense of identity and your well-being, um, then feel free to reach out to me. I've, I've got some tools, I've got some training, I've got some resources, and I love nothing more than being able to help provide some value to others' lives by, by sharing the knowledge that I have with them.
So that's all I got for now. I love you folks. And uh, like I said, reach out Instagram, the or underscore thriving in the trenches. Facebook is Josh Jones. And yeah, send me a message. All right. Thanks. Hope you folks have a great week and know that as you sit right here, right now, that you are enough. You have inherent value that cannot be taken from you. You are loved, you are appreciated, and no matter what you do, it will not take away from the amazing person that you are. That's all I got. Have a great week.